Welcome to the latest edition of Let's Do It Live. I'm your host, the People's Commission, and I'm joined by my partners in crime, the Pizza Baron and Mikey the Mush. Gentlemen, great to have you on this lovely Wednesday evening. Andrew, thanks for having us. I really love the new platform. It makes your voice sound like a young Barry Manilow. It's really, it's really doing it for me. Is it really taking you to Coca Cabana right now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was oh, thinking yeah. more Mandy. Mandy. It's lulling me to sleep. Oh, you've been watching Can't Hardly Wait a lot. Mm. I, I figured I'd mention it on this podcast too, since we have eight more listeners. Yeah, we've really um, grown our social media following exponentially since posting a picture of oh, young person. Yeah, we're just really playing off the cuteness of your child. So thank you for procreating. We had to get some women involved since they would never, ever listen to anything we ever said on this podcast. I'm not surprised. It's true. By Sex that. sells, so we're just going to be using Carson. <laughs> good, to, good to hear. Uh, we got a pulse on the mush. I was yep. worried that you were really into you. Game Two of the World Series and had broken your laptop. I mean, we no. thought you were dead after last week. Well, as it was reported last week, I was in the Palouse. I was given a prime interview with Coach Mike Leach. Um, the only problem was the interview was during our taping, so I missed the taping. Uh, it was a great interview. I got a ton of quotes, but as Andrew said, the governor declared a state of emergency. So during the ruckus that ensued on game day, uh, we lost all the taping equipment and all the uh, interview material. So we don't have anything from last week. But this week I went down to Jacksonville for the um, preparation for the world's biggest tailgate because if Michigan was on a buy, so I figured, you know, might as well talk to two coaches. Um that are coming off a bye between Florida and Georgia and just see what the bye week secrets and tricks of the trade are. So that's, that was the week of the mush. I mean, that's just pure grit and great journalism by the mush. We're really proud of you and happy to have you on as a full-time staffer here on Let's Do It Live. Couldn't yeah, very uh, big J, capital J stuff there. Hopefully we get another sponsor from this because this episode is brought to you by Grizzly Equity Partners. Go to www.grizzlyequitypartners for all your startup needs. Did that oh, yeah. sound? We got a new plug. That sounded great. Yeah. Especially from your beautiful voice. So we picked up another <laughs> sponsor other than uh, the sponsor that's been with us since day one, MV Sportsbook. Go ahead and DM us the code TB12 to our Let's Do It Live Instagram and receive a free credit on MV Sportsbook's gambling site. So you can uh, bet against me and hopefully win some money yeah, because fade, Lord fade. knows I am awful at making picks. Make sure you fade all of Andrew's picks. Uh, maybe mine as well. I'm coming off a one in five week where I also lost my lock of the week, which really hurt. Uh, I bet all underdogs last week, not one underdog covered it was all favorites so i got that going for me <laughs> mush can you uh give us a standings update of um you know through eight weeks of the college football season and who's most likely to sit for the act come um let's call it february time frame well it was a runaway but it's a lot closer now uh, the Pizza Baron currently leads 
He's 25 and 23 on the year. Uh, I am 23 and 25, and you just round in at 22 and 26. Woo. So the standings have got a lot closer. Clearly. You had your first. You had your first positive week in the last. Uh, well, the first one all year. <laughs> Overall, our records don't sound that bad. Um, if any of the followers were actually, you know, following our advice. They they wouldn't be doing too poorly actually, could be worse. No, the, yeah, the mush be. has been on a heater the last two weeks in college. The mush had a hard time uh, this this Sunday in the NFL category though. Well, I was good on every time anything I did with the Patriots and the Chiefs worked out. It was just every other team. It, there was Somehow a bad positive. beat. There was a bad beat in the Chiefs game though. I believe the over was fifty eight. Or 59. Yeah, it was, uh, what was the final score? 45-10? So the over-under was 56 and a half. There you go. And Andy Reid decided not to kick a field goal. Instead, I don't know even know what he did, but he broke a lot of better hearts, I guess. Yeah, he did. All right, Justin Tucker missed an extra point to prevent the over. We're not going to talk about that. In the Ravens-Saints game. The other bad beat would have been, oh, Monday Night Football. The Giants uh, scored with almost no time remaining. Three seconds. Atlanta was favored by four and a half, I believe. And the Giants scored a two-point conversion with time ticking off the clock to uh, to cover. Backdoor cover really hurt my pockets. That one hurt pretty bad. Well, now that we've reopened some wounds from Sunday, let's get into our slate of games for week nine. Mush, set the scene for us. Well, I mentioned I was down in Jacksonville earlier in the week, and we're going to head right back there. Uh, 3.30 Saturday, the number nine Florida Gators play the number seven Georgia Bulldogs, and Georgia is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, Since he is currently in the lead standing wide, we'll start with him. PB, your shot. TV is going to lead us off. Florida is six and one against the spread this year. Uh, they're three and one straight up and against the spread. They'll, they'll last three matchups. Georgia only three and four against the spread. I'm just talking solely numbers here. I'm going to go ahead and take Florida. Um, Florida beat LSU. Andrews logic transitive property. LSU whomped Georgia taking Florida. Over Georgia. All right. Great logic there. Um, I think some of our listeners would tell you that this is modern technology and you don't have to scream in the microphone. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> My ears are bleeding. Anyways, um, just going to that game. This is the first time they've met as ranked opponents since 2012 and first time with both of them being in the top 10 since 2008 back in the Tim Tebow era. So Gators have won three of the last four. four. Um, Their only loss was last year against Kirby Smart and the Dogs, who ran through them 42-7, to which led Jim McElwain to be jobless, and now he spends his days ironing Jimmy's khakis up in Ann Arbor as the wide receivers coach for the University of Michigan. Woo, go blue. 
I I think that Georgia has too many weapons. Dan Mullen is in his first year as a head coach at Florida, done a great job. I just think Kirby has I don't know, he has his team and Jake Fromm should bounce back. I mean, he had a tremendous freshman year last year leading him to the national championship game. I think he's too good of a quarterback to continue to play terrible after that loss to LSU, so I'm taking the Bulldogs to cover. Let's go dogs. Kevin had a good stat. I did follow it. Uh, there is one problem. Friday night, I'm gonna I'm going to Sam Hunt and Luke Bryant. They're both from Georgia. There was a great man that once said, if you mess with the Bulldog, you're going to feel the Bulldog bite. I'm going Georgia. Minus six and a half. Next game, number 18, Iowa. 330 kick. Go on the road. Number 17, Penn State. Penn State is a six and a half point favorite. PC lead it off. All right. If we think back to last year in this matchup, which was at Iowa, um, Trace McSorley really pulled a rabbit out of his ass, um, throwing a touchdown on, on the final play of the game. To, or out of the, his head, as uh, Jason Witten would say. Yeah, regardless. They're, <laughs> they're similar. They're similar in this regard. Anyways, uh, Penn State just snuck by Iowa last year, um, 21-19. Just a few stats from that game. Penn State had 580 yards of offense to Iowa's 273. I think this is going to be another battle. Um, Kirk Friends come out with some creative schemes on defense and put James Franklin in a locker. I hate that guy. So this weekend, I'm taking Iowa and the points. I think they travel to Happy Valley and cover. Penn State comes out ahead on a close in a close one, but... I'm taking Iowa on the points. Give me the Hawkeyes. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to have to agree with you. Uh, Penn State's D is bad this year. They allowed 554 yards against Indiana last week. Um, You would think that they would make a statement after losing to Michigan State, but they barely snuck by Indiana last week. Iowa 6-1 against the spread on the season. They whooped Indiana 42 to 16 at Indiana. I like Iowa. We got ourselves a consensus quake. I got Iowa plus six and a half as well. Moving on, we will go to the American Conference 330 kick as well. Number 21, South Florida, heads to Houston, where Houston is a seven point favorite. PC, run it back. All right. Um, Initially, when you sent this, I thought it was uh, a typo. Um, I mean, South Florida is undefeated this year. Houston has one loss. Granted, Houston's at home. I thought USF would be given seven and a half. Regardless, Houston's averaging 48.7 points per game, which is second to Mikey's favorite team, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, Houston's only loss was to the poor man's Ryan Gosling and the Red Raiders, which was back in September. Derek King supposedly is the real deal at quarterback. He's got 23 passing TDs, nine rushing TDs, only three picks. And let's not forget, they have Ed Oliver anchoring that defensive line. He's supposed to be a top five pick, if not number one overall. So 
I think Houston, between their their strong defense, their quarterback who's playing well at home, give me Houston. Give me the Cougars, giving seven and a half. Unfortunately, I, I don't like where this is going. I'm going to have to agree with you again. Uh, South Florida hasn't really played anyone, even though they're undefeated. Uh, they they have overcame a 24 to 10 deficit against Tulsa um, and are two and five against the spread this year and three and seven against the spread in their last 10 road games. So I'm going with Houston as well. PC, can I get a siren on? Because we got a bad blood alert. You guys talking a lot of football. I'm just going to take you on a quick history lesson. So Mac Brown was the head coach of Florida up until 2013. Do you know what record setting co- or what, what record setting quarterback played for him and also coached under him? That would be Major Applewhite. Then, when Mac Brown gets fired, they bring in Charlie Strong. The hiring of Charlie Strong also caused Texas to fire Major Applewhite. Who are the two coaches in this game? South Florida is coached by none other than Charlie Strong, and Houston is coached by, that would be correct, Major Applewhite. So we got a real revenge game, really bad blood. Last year, both teams were 7-0 and when they played, and Houston pounded them. I think the same thing happens again this year, and Houston will cover the seven points. Now, going to a team that I know very well since I was there last week, the number 14 Washington State Cougars. Have a 7 p.m. kick against the number 24. How they are still ranked, I don't know. Stanford Cardinal. Stanford is a three-point favorite. PB, let it go. PB likes Washington State. Uh, Stanford has been less than stellar this year, in my opinion. Uh, Bryce Love, supposed to be a Heisman contender, really hasn't done a whole lot. Vanity's been a little banged up. Stanford barely beat Oregon, and Washington State beat Oregon handedly last week. Um, Their D looked pretty good against a high-powered Oregon offense and Justin Herbert. I like Washington State not only covering but winning this game straight up. Damn it. You took a lot of my points. Um, I was going to also plug a joke about Mikey Bean and Pullman last week and getting the, the city on an amber alert because Lord knows his no, propensity for damage. I didn't steal any kids. <laughs> um, just a couple points I had. Wazoo has the best passing offense in the nation. They got over 400 per game. Uh, Stanford is tied 98th in pass defense. I don't think Bryce loved the running game in David Shaw have enough tricks to overcome the 18th-ranked Wazoo defense. So I think Wazoo wins outright. Yeah, and there's no way I'm going against Washington State. Yeah, They're your cover team, right? They're my second favorite. Actually, they're T1. I'll get to the favorite in a little bit. And the fifth game on the slate is the number three, Notre Dame Fighting Irish and their purple face mascot go to play one of the nation service academies, Navy, and Navy is a 23-and-a-half-point underdog. PC lead it off. 
All right. So a little history for you guys. Notre Dame once won 43 straight games against the midshipmen. Um, however, the last nine meetings, Notre Dame's only six and three. So let's take that into consideration. Uh, Notre Dame is three and one against the spread this year since going with Ian Book as their starting quarterback. I know Navy has a weak defense. They're more worried about saving our lives than winning this football game in a grant in the grand scheme of things. However, they are playing at a neutral site. They are playing at the ex home of the San Diego San Diego Chargers. So, <laughs> Coach Ken Niamatatolo, I'm sure that was spot on. I think he's going to get the team doing the haka at about midfield beforehand and really put uh, the fighting Irish into a mental pretzel. So I'm taking the midshipmen and the points. They're going to run over these. How, how do I support the Irish? Like they beat the Michigan Wolverines first week of the season. They're ranked good third. Loss. I like it's a good loss for Michigan, but I think we should have won that game. Anyways, taking the points, go Navy. That's all I have. I thought you were going to keep going. You pretty much said that everything that I was going to say. I want to fade you, though, just because I want to be your rival and I want to gain some ground on you. I'm going to take Notre Dame in this game. They're coming off a bye week and a less than stellar performance against Pittsburgh two weeks ago when they only snuck by 19-14. to They're going to come out hot. It's not even going to be close. The game will be turned off before the second half begins. Agreed. We're supposed to support our troops, but they're one in six against the spread this year. I watched them last week against Houston. It was not good. I'll take Notre Dame minus 23 and a half. And now our last segment is the locks of the week. Andrew, do you know what, what houses are supposed to have, you know, locks and doors? Well, I have a sponsor that can give you just that. This, the new, our lock segment is now brought to you by Nicholson Homes. It is a new company out of Royal Oak, Michigan, that is servicing all your either remodeling or uh, home and decor needs. So whether you want to, you know, redo a bathroom, redo a kitchen, or take the, the take the house all the way down to the floorboards and start over, they can do anything that you would like. So look for Nicholson Nicholson Homes in the future. And with that being said, PB, what is your lock of the week? Mikey, does this sponsor know that they're a sponsor? Well, I'm the uh, executive vice president of the company, so yeah. Oh, okay. He I cleared mean, up some marketing dollars for us. You know, so really we might get say really was our sponsor, uh, you know, locked up Convict Music. But unfortunately, that's not the case. That's for post-production. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So lock of the week. I'm going against Michigan State. They're dead. LJ Scott's banged up. Their best wide receiver tore his Achilles last week. Michigan whooped their butts. Purdue is in the hunt for the Big Ten West. And they're plus two. I think they're going to win the game outright. That's what I'm going with. I want to also say that I love being sponsored by Nicholson Homes. It's been a great partnership so far, and I look forward to purchasing unlimited swag with our sponsorship dollars, including 
Hawaiian shirts. Really looking forward to that. If we had a Hawaiian shirt, my lock of the week we wouldn't have to purchase one though. Just saying. What's that? Said if we had a Hawaiian shirt sponsor, we necessarily wouldn't have to purchase one. Although we I mean, would still purchase them, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying that. I'm pandering. Possibilities are endless. I love Correct. it. Correct. Let's do it live, really, on a rocket ship. Um, we're going down to Mississippi. We got Texas A&M as three-point dogs against the Mississippi State Bulldogs. If you think back to one of our past episodes, I pointed out that Mississippi State has the statistically worst quarterback in all of the SEC. I think Texas A&M is on the up and up. Um, You know, they played Clemson close, probably should have won that game at College Station. I think Jimbo Fisher's done a great job going over there after being under uh, Kevin Sumlin for a couple of years and not having the same magic since Johnny Manziel uh, went back to rehab. So I'm taking Texas A&M, the three points, and I'm also claiming that they are going to upset the Mississippi State Bulldogs. You guys actually picked two two games that I had written down. The other two had been Texas Tech plus three and a half, half in App State minus 10, but those games are too early in the day. We're going to keep it on the West Coast. It's a 10.30 kick. It would be Hawaii traveling to Fresno State. Fresno State is minus 24 and a half. Give me the Bulldogs. Uh, the, just just listen to this real quick. Fresno State, they're 6-1 and one against the spread this year. Last year, they were 12-2 and two against the spread. Epic. They, they uh, bailed me out on Christmas Eve. In their bowl game. Loved them ever since. They ended 2016 7-1 and one against the spread. So in the last 30 games, they are 26-4 and four against the spread. I'm sorry, 25-5 and five against the spread for a plus 21 units. I can't go against that. Give me Fresno State, minus 24 and a half. Lock it up. Mind you, the one game we followed you for Fresno State, we both lost. But I know. That was week two. I wasn't going to bring it up. They should have beat Minnesota. But we're going to go back to the well. Just because it fails once, you don't give up. If anything, that tells our listeners, anytime we all agree on a pick, fade us. Fade us hard. We don't have a lot of success in that. In the unanimous picks, yeah. I would highly recommend betting against us. But then again, we don't condone um, addiction to gambling. So just... We're pro-fun podcast, pro-Michigan, pro-blue. Yeah, actually, this whole podcast is dedicated to getting Mikey off gambling. Yes. Uh, We've been told that the best medicine is to talk about your addiction, so we wanted to bring him on, and we decided to do uh, 12 episodes with him, and then we're we're scheduled through uh, 2022 with this this podcast, so I hope you guys remain loyal listeners. There may be a lot of interfrenchants throughout our development so i don't even know what that word means (laughs) it's an intervention by friends oh okay got it i believe it began on how i met your mother Eh. tomato tomato i like to think that we came up with it anyone else have a sponsorship that they want to throw in here no i was just (laughs) doing the quick math on what our record is when we all choose the same when we all choose the same team let's make our listeners wait in awkward silence for that stat yeah four and six i thought it was i don't know i thought it was not good it's not too bad no 
I mean, they would have made money fading us, but not as much True, as I would have thought. They have three chances to improve on that this week. So, yep. All right. Anyway, we'd like to thank enough. you all for listening to this episode. Please have your girlfriends, wives, baby mamas, side pieces like us on Instagram. We have baby picks up at Let's Do It Live. We really need a following. And, uh, yeah, that's about all I got down here in Columbus. PC? Yeah, we'll continue to step up our Insta- Instagram game. You know, we went to Baby Picks, which was huge for our, for us. We got a lot of gifts. We got a lot of memes. Um, really going all in on that. Um, so we'd really appreciate a follow on at Let's Do It Live. Besides that, I want to thank all of our sponsors of today's episode. We had Grizzly Equity Partners. We had MV Sportsbook. And of course, our newest sponsor, Nicholson Homes. So shout out to them. We hope that you continue to give us your fake money that you don't have because you're all startups. It's all sweat equity money. Sweat equity. Mush. I like that. How's uh, that? I just want to say it's, it's good to be back. Um, I got nothing other nothing other than that. I think Mush yeah. needs a tagline. Yeah, I feel like he when he signs off from these remote locations like down in Jacksonville, he's like mush out or he's just so tired I've, from I've drinking been, natural lights with uh both coaches of this matchup. Yeah, he's just not on his game. I might have <laughs> to go to uh Holy Spirit Ministry in Green Bay, Wisconsin and figure out why I'm giving $500 a week through PayPal. I still haven't got that fraud, uh, that, uh, that whole issue. And kids, uh, this has been a lesson in don't use your PayPal when you're 10 drinks deep at motor or MGM casino in Detroit. Wolf, Wolf game pox. Yeah. On a date. I got this. Nothing. This is really just dragged We're on. off the right, tracks. That, we that's enough. I didn't even take it off for that. tonight. <laughs> at, least no, at least no one's listening now. We All right, conductor, I'm off. I, I apologize for screaming early on in the episode. We're testing on a new platform. Uh, it'll only get better. We appreciate you guys sticking with us. The Pizza Baron is just growing into his voice. All right. Thanks again, everyone. This has been the 13th episode of Let's Do It Live, and the 13th time we've done it without a rehearsal. Have a great night, everyone. Take care. Damn it, Michael! What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points... And may God have mercy on your soul.